Hello, guys. Welcome to the Shoes and Biscuit podcast. Um, I'm Alex Whiteley. This is our open studio sessions. And the biscuit here joining me today is Shane Hinton. How's it going, Shane? Yeah, I'm all right. All good. Made, yeah. made yeah. on time this time. Yeah, 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 and joining us, no, we'll, we'll get back to you in a bit. Uh, we'll oh. join us <laughs> is Gainer Jones from Vinteria. Uh, we had Gainer. Well, I say we had Gainer. We tried to have Gainer on the uh, the the VMS um, last weekend, um, but connection problems and trying to get Gainer on it was just a nightmare for for you, Gainer. I thought I'd invite you to our open studio session so we could spend a good fifty odd minutes talking about you properly. Um, give you the opportunity thank you for joining us again gainer yes uh so how have you been have you been all right not too bad thank you been busy in the shop yeah um yeah trying to sort everything out and rearranging everything and then i'm thinking oh my goodness me we've only got a couple of weeks left <laughs> well i will get it ready to be open but i will uh, yeah and that's the most important thing isn't it is is that you guys are going to get to open um is it are you, are you worried about um the fact that there's going to be a lot of sh- shops out there or businesses that are going to be like hey look at me i'm amazing look at me and everyone's going to be doing the same thing peacocking sh- shaking their tail feathers is that an issue for you or is that a good thing no i mean personally i don't think i'm well i'm not i'm not worried because i've got something completely different to what anybody else has got yes you do. um so yeah that the things sell themselves um along with a bit of help from me of course but we're all in the same boat and we're, we're all different i'm and i th- i like to think i'm a bit quirky and unique and yes you are yeah yeah and yeah. and so's the stock as well <laughs> um <laughs> Are we okay to recap um, about what we were talking about on the VMS? Because I feel like I felt so bad that you had to like talk about the whole Vinteria, your side of the Vinteria uh, story in like five minutes. So let, let's take a slow look into sort of where this all starts for you with Vinteria. Right. Um, back in 2015, um, I left a very good job. Um, I worked for a utility company for 13 years. Um, my mum became poorly, so we parted company. Um, looked after mum, and the previous owner of the shop was one of my best friends. Um, we met at Weight Watchers <laughs> and um, bumped into her in town, and she said, oh, I'm looking for somebody um, just to come and help me. And it was, okay. So I used to do a Wednesday, Thursday, half-day Friday swore I'd never do a Saturday and I'd never do a Sunday and then two years ago last Saturday I actually purchased a business uh, Trish went over to Ireland um, and yeah and the rest is history but I do have a bit of history with the shop as well because back in 76 um, my mum actually worked here when it was Country Fresh the fruit shop so got a lot of history with the shop and a lovely, lovely memories here as well. And then Stuart sold the shop and Anne Cartwright bought the business and I worked for Anne as well. So and then when Trisha got the shop as well, it was, well, this is just meant to be. It is meant to be. And I just, I just love it. it that's an amazing story. The fact that, mm. I mean, Shrewsbury's full of this though, right, isn't it? 
buildings that have had so much history that goes back decades and decades, generations, generations. And the fact that you get to work in that very same building is just actually it's poetic. It's beautiful. Uh, so um, what when you when you got Vinteria, when it became yours, um, what changes did you apply to the place uh, to make it yours? Not an awful lot, first of all, because um, the business has been here six years and it worked. You know, it's vintage-inspired quirky gifts um, and it works. Trish built up a very good business here. Um, but now I'm here. Um, I haven't changed an awful lot of things. I've gone more into sort of like garden stoneware, um, but I would say sort of like 70% of the things are still the same as what it was when when I worked for Trish before. Um, But then, of course, yeah, things things have changed. I mean, some of the suppliers no longer are in business. Um, I've looked elsewhere. But it's it's nice because, again, I find suppliers that will only supply to me in the town centre. Which is which is great. So that's again, that's something unique to me, because you don't want to see the same old, same old. No. So no. you want to you want to see something different. Absolutely, Shana. Have you been to like your the sort of upstairs, downstairs type shops where you walk around and you got the things in places? Oh yeah, where... yeah, yeah. I remember. Um, I th- I I'd be damned if I can remember where it was. I think it was Nozestry, um, but there was a place that was literally called the Trading Post, and. Um, it was literally this guy and he would it was a bit like a little bit like cash converters I suppose but like an old school cash converters so like you could literally take anything to this guy absolutely anything he'll buy anything and like my dad used to go there for um, CB radio stuff and also fishing stuff so it was just but when you're walking around there it was literally like he had everything you could think of like absolutely anything and he would literally trade stuff as well so like you wouldn't just buy you know you could go and say look I want this but I haven't got enough money, but I'll put this with, you know, would you part exchange it for this? And he'd be like, yeah, go on then. Yeah, and, and literally that's how he kind of worked. It was like this sort of bartering system, and it was amazing. And I've always had this sort of ideological kind of idea. I don't know how it would work nowadays of having that same kind of trade and post kind of um, arrangement or, or shop kind of thing. But yeah, I mean, to, to answer your question, yeah, I have, I have been in these sort of quirky little back street little shops that you can't really... You don't, you don't know about it until you walk through the door, you know? And, like, you go in there, you're like, this is absolutely mind-blowing. This is amazing. Why why is this not, not on the high street, you know? <laughs> uh, we, oh, had, we had a place in uh, in Wrexham uh, where I sort of grew up. Um, it was on top of what we call Town Hill. And I, I can't remember the business name. I, can't, I live by it. I walk past it most days. Um, and that was a place you'd go in. You, there's furniture there's like as can see behind you again there was like plaques behind you like bits of furniture that they've been restored uh very much similar to the stuff you sell and you go in you go upstairs you go across a landing then you go through rom room then down and back very much like a and b type thing you know going up one floor down another into the garden through the conservatory back in and then you go for this journey uh every time you go in and there'd be something different every time every time and, and those stores if I had lots of money, I imagine I'd have way too much stuff. I'd have done yeah. more than everything because I'd be like, I want that. I want that. This is great. I will love that. Um, what is it about places like this that attracts you, Gain? What is it like? What's the romance there? Where does that come from? I think it's just because it's something different. Um, mm. And 
I'm a bit of a shopaholic, so I <laughs> oh, you, you walk in and I, until I did a stock take a couple of months ago, I didn't realise how much stock I've got, and it's oh my goodness me, have I really got all this stock? But now, now putting all the stock out, it's a case of oh my goodness me, I haven't got much stock. Um, can't wait to start buying again. <laughs> but I don't know. It's it's just something different, and and I don't think there's anything in the shop that I don't personally like i just love everything and i used to take it all home um but then when we're open and we're up and running i usually spend seven days a week here so i must well enjoy it here rather than take it home and just see it for a couple of hours while i'm watching the socks is it hard to say goodbye to something so when you say it sell it <gasps> yeah terrible <laughs> and it, it's all because i want everything i want everything and then i'm thinking you need to sell it you need to put money in the till um <laughs> And just yeah, I do get very passionate. Just leave it. Just get out the shop. And take it with me. <laughs> I'm terrible. I'm terrible. And if I've got something, I say goodbye to it. I've just sold. I've just sold a nodding dog to a customer that saw before Christmas, and she was looking through the door. So of course, I opened the door and went, "Are you okay?" And she went, "Have you still got the dog?" And I said, "Yeah, he's been fed and watered. He hasn't been for a walk. You know, <laughs> it was a metal nodding dog." And I said goodbye to the dog, like and it was. <laughs> I suppose one of the beauties of a business like yours is the freedom, isn't it? You can literally buy and sell anything. And I think that that's something which is quite unique, especially in this day and age, because it's so, I mean, I, I know this from starting going for the business training app for myself, but it's so business, uh, when you go for business training and setting up a business, you're so sort of driven towards selling a product. You are selling that product and that is your going to be your target audience. And, you know, this is what you're going to do and this is what you're going to sell. And that's like the pitch that you, you're supposed to kind of uh, create and, and, and that's how you're supposed to operate. But a business like yours is, is um, it's a bit, you know, it's sort of outside of that rule set because you can literally buy and sell anybody, anything. And the, 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 the audience you're trying to target is everybody. Yeah, well, people walk into the shop not wanting to buy anything. And I would say 80% of the time they go out with something. <laughs> um, I'm never going business model. I'm I never. Know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what what better business model is that? I mean, if you go to the Dragons Den with that pitch, then uh, they'll be daft not to buy into it, really, isn't it? <laughs> like, do you well, know what this, mean? this is an age-old recipe, though. This is a, the, the types of shops like Vinteria were everywhere at one point. You, you, you'd see like the the, the stores I've very much described at the beginning, but they kind of died out. Like you know the. the Everything moved to you can buy something that looks just as good from the range, but it doesn't have the history behind it. You know, it doesn't have that. And also independent businesses, you know, we've seen how many times have we seen the high streets being absolutely destroyed by big giants like such and such. There are other shops than the range, by the way. I'm not just uh, singling them out. Um, but you, you know what I mean? That's a, that's where these have all gone. So it's nice to see uh, Vinteria standing there proud at the top of the cop. Um and it adds a bit of character to the cop as well. And that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I just love it. I mean, you mentioned the range, TK Maxx, you know, when I'm in the shop and I'm sorting out and people walk past and they go, they've got that in TK Maxx and it's cheaper. And I think I'm, mm. a, I'm a little business trying to, you know, trying, yeah. to, trying to keep afloat. But then I just think, well, yeah, you can you can go to other places, but you don't get you don't get that one-to-one service that you, that you get here. People come in and it takes them half an hour to get out like when they just want to buy one thing because I don't stop talking. 
You get Terry behind the till. He's 18, just come out of school. He's at the range. He's like, half oh, asleep scanning things for the till. Whereas in Venturia, you get Gainer. Like, you get this experience. Hey, how's it going? Well, fed the dog today. <laughs> you know, it's just lovely. I, I mean, I have people messaging me to say, I can't wait to come back. And then they come in with the dogs, you know, and or they'll, they're standing outside, like, and the partner comes in, like, and I'm thinking, oh, no, you're all coming in. So I go out and I go, yes, if it's a small dog, then fine, you know, we're dog friendly, you know. And they go, really? And then it's a case of, yeah. So, and then the, the husband's saying to them, like, oh, this is nice and this is nice. And I go, yeah, but I've only got one of those and I won't get them again. And yeah. Gives you an opportunity <laughs> to get that pitch in, doesn't it, really? And, yeah. and that's what that's what's missing in retail, isn't it? Is is having that, the salesman, the salesmanship, you know, the, the um, that's really not very politically correct, is it? It's salesperson. Isn't it? Sell, sales we, know what you mean. we know what you mean. You know what you mean. Um, and um, you know, it, it's it's having that skill, and it is a skill. You know, uh, sales is a skill. You know, and, and certainly in like America and stuff, like you know, be, being a good salesman person um, is uh, is quite a is quite a sort of reputable position to be in. It's a bit like a waitress, you know. It's it's. But there's there's also there's a, a bit of vulnerability there with when it comes to buying things. We've all seen have you seen the Wolf of Wall Street? I mean, that's one of my favorite films of all time. You got that scene of Leonardo DiCaprio and he's selling and selling and selling to this guy down the phone. He doesn't want to buy it and he get, he adds more onto whatever he's selling and he, he twists his arm a little bit more and it's like, oh my god, I'm really excited. Put me down for like five thousand or something. And he's like throwing the fingers off his yeah! <laughs> laughing at him and stuff. Yeah. And he puts it there are people out there um, that do stuff like that. But like when it comes to good, honest businesses like yours and like many down the cop and many for, um, in the market hall, uh, you know, across the country, these independent businesses, you can't go wrong. You want a nodding dog? Buy the nodding dog. Support a local yeah. business. I was going to say that in my personal experiences, the, the, the best sales pitches or the best experiences I've had when buying stuff or being a, a customer in those sort of environments is when I don't have somebody giving me all the scripted, uh, you know, really sort of cringy sales Would pitches. Would you like you know, the extended you know, warranty? Yeah. <laughs> well, not even that. Like, even if they're being like, oh, you know, you say something, oh, well, you could, you, you'd really, you know, and it's almost cringy. And I'm like, I don't want that. What what I prefer is honesty. You know, they say, look, like I've got a friend that's been buying and selling cars for 30, 40 years, something like that. And I've been dealing with it for years. And uh, whenever I go to him, I say, look, I need a new car or I'm interested in a new car. Um, He'll, he'll say to me, right, this is the car I've got. This this, this is wrong with it, or, or it needs this, or whatever. Um, this is how much it owes me. You give me this, and I've got a drink out of it. And I'm like, yeah, that's fair. Sound. See you later. Yeah, here's money. Bye. You know, as opposed to this sort of like covert kind of it, operating in the shadows, pulling the wool over your eyes, trickery kind of thing. It, that, that doesn't do it for me at all. I'd rather just know what I'm buying, know what the markup is. Because everyone's going to make money, and I understand that people are going to make money, and that's fine, you know. And it's just that that's honesty and that straightforward kind of pitch is is much better for for me as a person personally, you know. Um, so I can imagine coming into your shop, I could look at something like you like what you just said there. I like that, and you're like, yeah, I've I've got that. That's the last one I got. I'm not getting them again, you know. And I and I know that you're being honest about that. Yeah, you know, you're not just saying that just to get me to buy it. <laughs> you know, you're, you're just saying I'm not going to get them Maybe. again. So if you want it, you better buy it. <laughs> you know, and I mean it, but it's it's much more personal, kind of honest 
transaction kind of thing and and and, and sort of deal between you and, and it's a fair play to you I, I really appreciate that to be fair no yeah and I mean it's like the things I've got in the window everything is priced because yeah. there's nothing worse than you walking past somewhere going I wonder how much that is and people have, people have come in and gone oh my god I thought you were really expensive you know I, I come past on the bus even my friends have said you know I come past on the bus and it looks expensive but now we've actually come in oh my god your prices are really good Mm. it's well yeah you know i i want to be able to sleep at night and i i want people to enjoy what they buy as well yeah, i mean they, yeah. there, there is a company that that, that supplies to it, somebody else in shoesbury um i sell something for 40 pounds i sell it for 87 pounds and it's but how do you sleep at night knowing that you're ripping the customer off you know and i and i i'll never do that never do mm. it because at the end of the day the markup is it. It is what it is, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Just, it, it's got. It's got to be. Obviously, it's got to facilitate you as a business, but it's also going to be fair for the consumer, doesn't it? You know, um, and I think that these people that do, and that's 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 the detriment of most businesses, in my opinion, is um, is greediness. Mm. When I, when I started my business, um, which unfortunately failed um ironically <laughs> um but not not because of pricing uh i was i had a business mentor and when i come up with my price pricing and, and my labor rates and things like that and i put that forward to him i said what do you think of this and i was building my business plan and that kind of stuff and he said why are you so cheap and i said what do you mean and he said why are you so cheap and i was like well this that's what's fair i said that are these this is how much i need you know to my my working capital you know this is how much minimum i need to make I can make that in this amount of time and I'm in profit. So that that's fair, in my opinion. It's cheap, it's affordable, you know, and it's a fair amount. I'm not being greedy. And he said, yeah, you could double that though. I said, I don't care. I don't care because that's how much, that's how much is fair, in my I feel, opinion. I feel like uh, the, every business is kind of individual. I mean, it, it, depends, yeah, also, it depends where you are in town, uh, what the business rates are, uh, what your profit margins are, your your footfall, how much you will sell. Your, you know, everybody um, is individual. Uh, but again, like when did you when did you open uh, as as your business? When did you start? Thirteenth of March, twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen, right before the. When I actually took over, um, we then had 15 weeks of the road closure. Then we had um, Christmas, and then there's student accommodation above my shop, and there was a leak, so I had to close between Christmas and New Year. Oh. February, then we went, well, we had all the flooding. Yes. 23rd of March last year, first lockdown. But, you know, it's, I'm, I'm one of these people, I was really quite negative about a lot of things and a lot of things used to get me down and now I've turned it around and I try and get, I try and get a positive out of something, um, whether it's because mum was so poorly and that made me look at things completely differently. But now it's a case of, you know, I'm still here. I've just signed another six year lease and I'm, I'm going to do it. And this this has given me a purpose because I think if I hadn't got this, then like a lot of people out there, I really would be struggling. I struggled within the first lockdown, uh, really, really bad because I was here yeah. every day, you know, leading up to Christmas and after Christmas and everything. And 
I went to pieces. So I can fully understand anybody out there that's that's really struggling. I mean, luckily last year we had the we had the real nice weather. Um, but you've you've just got to keep going, and that's that's what I'm going to do. Um, other ways to uh, your when the world opens. Obviously, you want to just get back to normal. You want to get to. You haven't even felt normal yet, apart from when you were working no. for Interior as a business owner. You haven't dipped your toe into that yet. Is there a case of uh, I just want to do things the way I've seen it done, or is there a way of I'm going to do my own thing? Uh, let's do this the gainer way. I yeah, I'm going to do it my way. Um, people people have given me loads and loads of encouragement and and said, well, maybe you should do this and maybe you should do that. And it's but I like doing things my way. Yeah. And if it if it works, I mean, so far, you know, I mean, I worked for Trish for for two years prior to taking over the business, so I, I know the business quite well. Um, it works. Why change it? Yeah, I'll put my stamp on things, but no, it's it's my way or the highway, <laughs> as they say. Yeah, and that's important. You got to put your own stamp on things. Um, what what's the relationship? I know we covered this on the VMS, but what's the relationship like with you guys, you and the rest of the people on the COP? Uh, is there a good community there? Amazing, absolutely amazing. We're like one. We're like one big family. It's great. I mean, hello, Kathy on the cop, you know. Yes, <laughs> yes, we know how much. Yes, last, last week, you know, and we just we just gelled, we buzz. Um, yeah, everyone is just, they're great. We've got our own Facebook group um, and we all work together and we've got such a great relationship. Amazing. I, I love the cop. It's one of my favourite places ever. But I mean, like, apart from going up it... <laughs> <laughs> I'm struggling for breath. Um, all these young whippersnappers uh, overtaking me, and we're like, oh. I, I just love. It's nice to stop and take a look. I mean, I, I've never really appreciated. I appreciated it more when I went around with Tom King, uh, who does the the tour, the Darwin tours, and we stood on on the on the on the crossroad at uh, the T junction there, by outside your shop actually, uh, and um, he was like, "Oh, this is the the the, the pub here, or this is this," and he was explaining all the architecture and and did the connections with Charles Darwin and stuff, and I stopped, I looked at it, and I was like. It's actually beautiful. It's such a nice, it's so unique. There's nowhere else else like it in the world. Um, it's very famous. I mean, it must be uh, immensely proud. You must be immensely proud to be there. As oh, opposed- I, I love it. And I mean, we've got we've got the longest run of uninterrupted independent traders in the country, which it's something, it's something to be proud of. It really is. I just think we need to get it out there a little bit more, you know, to promote it. Um but I mean the buildings and everything, and it's lovely when tourists come in and go. I've just been to so and so, and that's really beautiful, and I didn't know about that. Or where can you recommend? And it's oh, it's just so lovely, so lovely to hear stories of people when they've been around town and what they've seen. It oh, it's great. I love it. I love it. Um, who have you? So when it comes to Venteria. Uh, you've got your regular the, the the customer base that you've had for I guess many years. It's the same people that come back. Um, is there is there a, uh, something there that is there a traditional way of dealing with the customers that you've had in the past um, that you're going to have to adhere to? Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Is is there something that the old customers that used to come to you expect to from from you guys now? Oh, that's a new era. 
most of them just like to come in for a chat. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, which, which is great. I mean, my door's always that. open. Even in the winter when it's cold, my door's open. <laughs> um, it, it's just nice. Just, you know, even if they just pop in and go, hi, how are you? You know, um, hard at Christmas when it was a case of I can only let so many people in the shop. Can you just bear with me and wait? Which they're quite happy to do. Um, yeah. Ask me another question. <laughs> <laughs> well, lockdown has been difficult for many. Um, and like you said, you, you struggled at first, but then you, you look into the future now. Um, who are the guys on the cop or you know, in business? I guess I, mean, I know a lot of businesses talk to each other across Shrewsbury, and that's why we love what we do, because the, the, the amount that people work together uh, and collaborate is such a, a beautiful thing. Is there any anyone that's sort of, I know we've we got Hannah from Cafe in the Cup, but is there anybody that, that sort of spurred you on? It's like, no, pick up, pick pick up, we could do this. We can encourage you. Who's encouraged you guys the most? Are you of interior? I think everybody. Um, yeah. yeah. Stacey from Oberon's been very good because she's got three shots now. Um, yeah. And she's been here for, for a long, long time. Jill at Cooking Needs um, is absolutely great as well. And Emily, her daughter, works for me as well. So they, they've been really, really good. Um, oh, nice. The guy at the phone shop next door, he's he's just amazing. He's brilliant. Especially when I go around with a laptop or something and go, I can't help, 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 help. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying, to, I was trying to get on the shoes with Biscuit and I couldn't do it. Help me. That's it. He's like, oh, co- come here, Gainer. Come here. Come, right, let's have a look, shall we? That's why I'm doing it from the shop today, because it's a case of thinking, if it doesn't work, I'm going to knock on his door and go, come in and help me. G- oh. Gainer, you, you, ju- you just need to press the power button. You just need to turn it on. Like... <laughs> you know, I knew it was something simple. <laughs> it's a bit too late now. <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you like to do in your downtime to get away from the stresses and the troubles of, of running a business, uh, especially during these... Uh, Difficult times. You should definitely. What's downtime? <laughs> I, I don't understand that word. It's been like days off. Every I keep saying about day days off to me. I'm, I I've no clue. Not clue what that means. No, not clue. Not gonna, not, I mean, the girls laugh at me at, at work and go, "Yeah, but you weren't here. You were on your day off." What? <laughs> you know, I'm still doing <laughs> stuff at home. You know, and I'm still up to like 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night doing the ordering and and whatever. And um, what do I like to do? goodness me I'm going to look after mum um love love my garden my dad was a keen gardener when he was alive um so I take after him and got an auntie and an uncle that laugh at me and when they go what's in your greenhouse gainer <laughs> so and of course and it's well I can't grow this and I can't grow that and then my other auntie's gone I've done your load of seedlings so don't worry about that you can put something in your greenhouse so yeah I like to do that um oh I think that's that's about it. Um, you know, I, I go and I chill and I watch the soaps and oh, the old know. soaps, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, um, I, you know, it's it's nice. Have you learned anything new during lockdown? Is there anything that you've uh, you had a bit of time to think about and thought, oh, I'm going to try this and maybe a new skill that you've learned? Um, well, my new skill so far is not buying shoes online so that's that's a pretty good skill you know and i gave it up from rent and so far i haven't bought any um although i did buy four four pairs of boots before we went into lockdown (laughs) gainer oh she's done it again she's done it again um 
that's that's one thing me and me and Shane have had to have uh, talks about. He's like he likes to buy these shoes. But yeah, I mean, like I, I had about three or four responses that come through my head. Then I had to stop myself because I realised we we're on biscuit. <laughs> 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 Shane, what has uh, what's lockdown sort of taught you? Seriously, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, I know you've um, you've had a difficult time with the baby, baby being born during lockdown. But what would yeah. you say you've th- th- this has taught you? Um, patience, mostly I think, patience and um, and uh, I was trying to think of the word. Um, you know, uh, meeting halfway. Compromise. Compromise. Um, there you go. Yeah. And I mean, me, me and the missus have been so lucky. I've been working from home um, and we haven't argued once at all. Um, we've had debates. <laughs> we've had a couple of debates. Cause, you know, but, but I think the key thing is communication. And we have been very hot on that. If too far from the start of our relationship anyway, but... Um, particularly through lockdown, um, it's been important for us to keep talking to each other and keep the communication flowing because it's so easy with the rinse and repeat and the Groundhog Day of, uh, of everyday life um, to just slip into a bit of a rut and sort of, and you kind of, sh- those those sort of shutters come down and you just kind of just get on with it because you think, oh, it's just what I'm going to do. And the next thing you do, next thing you know, you turn around and you find yourself in a really dark place and you, you don't really know how you got yourself there. Um, and the other and your partner's completely oblivious because they're doing exactly the same. Um, so I think for me, yeah, it's, it's about communication, compromise, and, and patience, and you know, understanding and stuff. I think, and just being kind to yourself and other people. You know, uh, I feel like uh, there's there's two sides of this to me. For me, I think like with 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 lockdown and more about people and society and social media, right? Because uh, at first it was quite i mean it still is it still is it's very hard for me to see what was going on, on social media is the best way to put it you know because there's a lot of horrible uh comments there's a lot of videos and uh, you know we've seen lots of like clips of people filling up the trolleys with toilet paper the mm-hmm. discussions about this and shaming about that and judging about this and the other the politics the trump it was just a terrible year to be sat at home staring at your phone because you've got nothing else to do right <laughs> so <laughs> i feel like there's a bit of growth there for me as as a human being is like i'm just gonna choose not to get involved like i mean like we've had so many opportunities as i have as, as someone like produces content to talk about politics let's talk about Piers Morgan let's talk about Donald Trump and all this sort of stuff but no do you know what I'm going to choose not to because uh that sort of stuff I know is about it's about knowing where I can and can't go as far as uh, society that's what this has taught me and I think that's that's really important um so these, these skills that we we sort of learn during this thing aren't necessarily something like oh I learned how to knit I learned how to sew. I can now build, make cement. I built. It's about what you what you sort of feel inside. And I imagine this year has been one of the most frustrating times of your life, Gainer. You know, you want to want to get up. You want to take part in the race, um, and you you've been held from doing that. You know, it must have been terribly frustrating for you. It's been awful because I mean, this time last year I got all my Easter stuff out, yeah, and yeah. then twenty third of March that was it. We were in lockdown. Um, 
and again, you know, I've got me, I'm not calling it Easter this year, I'm calling it spring. So I've got my spring bunnies and everything in the window. Yeah. Um, just, just to put a smile on somebody's face as well. Yeah. Um, so that was tough. And then Christmas, like only being open for three weeks when I bought, oh, I, I just gone mad at Christmas, you know, go to the trade fair in February and it's, oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. And, like, and I went mad on gonks. You know, it was, it was going to be gonk land, you know. Um, I sold every single one of them. Yeah, it was hard. No, gonks as in, you know, the little Santas and... Oh, okay. I thought you were gonk. Gonks, no. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a gong. That's, that's a gong. I know, yeah, it sounds similar. Yeah. It's not It's not a gonk. It's gong. A, it's yeah, gong. gong. A gong isn't a gonk. <laughs> I was just saying, that's my alarm. See what I've got to work with, Gaynor. See, oh, see what, see what I've got. I feel sorry I'm for just... you. <laughs> he, he really needs educating. I know. Consider, considering he calls him, you know, he, you know, he's just, he's just, he's amazing when it comes to audio. And he is. He's 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 a wizard when it comes to audio. He obviously doesn't listen very well, does he? <laughs> okay, when you open Gainer, I'm gonna walk in with a gong. A gong. <laughs> Hi Gainer. How are you? <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs> Do you have any gonks to sell me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna bombard you with pictures of gonks. <laughs> website you can see them from last year <laughs> i gotta be careful what i google at the moment right you know <laughs> oh god yeah it's been it's been a troubling year but 2021 i always said from the from last year 2021 is going to be a year to remember and i still believe that you know i know we've got this roadmap thing and i know we're taking it slow but i feel like i've been thinking a lot about my my apartment okay this uh, if you listen to the biscuit regularly you'll know i've just moved into my apartment i was staying at my mother-in-law's for about just under a year and we didn't have our own place we were kind of technically homeless throughout the pandemic it's crazy so silly things like taking your home for granted is one of the things that i'll never do again and it's the same with lockdown right going to the cinema going for a meal going to the interior giving gainer a high five you know things like that i feel like you that's what this has taught me, you know. So I don't take these these little things for granted. Yeah, it's really important. Hmm. Yeah. So um, as soon as we're able to um, get, uh, I, I feel we've got to we've got to come and see you, uh, get some pictures with you, and have a wander around. Yeah. Um, great. Yeah, three three floors for you to look at as well. Because... I can't genuinely can't wait. I can't believe I've never been it. I walked past your store. Every single time I've gone to the parade, because I park up by my kid's school in Bellevue, and I then walk into town, I passed up the cop past your short store. Every time I went to the parade, without fail. Um, so, yeah, we'll have to make sure we do that. We want to do this thing. I, I want to do the uh, these open studios. We record seven podcasts in one day. I would love to rock up somewhere and be like, right, well, let's do seven podcasts in one day and get people coming in to say Vinterior. Set up a table at the back there somewhere. Get people coming to Vinterior, sit down, do a podcast. Right, see you later. Next. And get people just coming in and sitting with us. I think that'd be a great idea. Be great. Yeah, I can make plenty of room for you. There's also plenty of room outside. I've got a pavement permit, so we can put tables and chairs out there as well. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. Until until Boy Racer comes back past with his uh, Citroen Saxo with a with a, the, the the exhaust that. Yeah, yeah, you get that quite often. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I imagine. No, I'll put you put you on the top floor. 
There we Plenty go. Plenty of room up there. People watch and we can record until we get someone oh, yeah. like stairs. Stairs. Yeah, well, uh, you see, that's why I love being here because it's right on the corner. Oh, and I'm I'm so nosy. People go get <laughs> going on because you know, and and it's not very often I miss anything. Not very often at all. But I love it because if it's if and when it's quiet, then I'm always nosing out through the window. It's great. <laughs> we love people watching. That's one of the things I said. Oh, I can't wait to get back to. Yeah. On the outside, and I keep adding to this list. By the way, uh, <laughs> what we're going to be doing when lockdown is over, because uh, I've said I want to go see my kids in Wales. Uh, I said I wanted I want to uh, go and sit in a coffee shop and people watch. Right, sit on my laptop, my headphones on, editing, maybe in a window seat and just watching people as they go by, staring at them as they walk past. Just like, <laughs> you know. Um, I want to do that again, but I also I want I'd like a little holiday. I don't care about going to the Bahamas. I don't care about going to, but like a caravan in Wales, away from podcasts, away from work, away from Shrewsbury just for a little bit. Even that, you know, just somewhere different. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, would be nice. I'd like you? to go back to Barcelona. I love Barcelona. Ah. So, I've been to Barcelona. That's the only place I've actually been on holiday, like abroad. Um, went to. I was at um oh where did I go? I don't Margaret Damar. De- um that's where I was. Um right by Blanes. Um and then we've got the train into Barcelona uh, like centre. Mm-hmm. That that was really good. I had a bus tour and it was absolutely chucking down rain with the only person on the bus tours. Oh, spot, no. spot spot the English person. You know. And I, <laughs> I, was, I was literally walking around with a jacket on, absolutely chucking down with rain, drenched with a coffee, absolutely loving life thinking it was brilliant and I was at the top of the open top tour buses just going around the town like you know listening with the headphones and listening to the uh the tour like you can you know. actually sit downstairs so you don't get wet on the bus yeah but you can't see anything then <laughs> like uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm english like this is summer to me like <laughs> this is brilliant <laughs> i yeah, Loved it. I remember we went to uh, Venice. I think it's about October. It's got to be October time, October, November, something like that. Possibly November. And it was still quite warm. It's still quite warm there. And I remember us walking around. I was walking around in a, just a T-shirt and jeans at the night time. We went walking around looking for somewhere to go and have a drink. This is pre-Timmy, by the way. Um, so, <laughs> so we were looking for somewhere to drink. And there's people in puffer jackets who are wrapped up with their hats and their scarves and stuff. And I'm, like, I'm walking around my T-shirt like, oh, <laughs> you know it's crazy that sort of thing travel's so important i think so so important especially if you've got young ones you know, show people uh, show, culture is just something to be absorbed i think you know and, and it was nice to see Shrew- shrewsbury during the summer um the last summer embracing that cafe culture having the tables and chairs out there and you know that that side just at the top of the cop there that all that milk street all the way around where you can see all the uh the, the, the tables and chairs up there it was just glorious to walk through. It really was. Um, I said, have a slice of that for, for this summer, shall we? Well, why not? Are yeah. you paying? The atmosphere is absolutely <laughs> lovely as well. Yeah. You know, standing outside the shop, you know, just going out to see what's going on. And it's the bars is just mm. amazing. It really is. Yeah. Um, pint is definitely on the top of the list, though. I want to get my biscuitiers yeah. together. I, wanna, I, I don't even know, like, when, when the world opens again, uh, social distancing is going to be a thing to, to. I mean, when they say, "Oh, no social distancing," what do we do? How do we how do we process that? It, like, it means I can probably come and 
give you a kiss without anybody scowling at me. Um, was that to me or was that to Al? <laughs> <laughs> take your pick. Take your pick. Take your pick. Yeah, take your pick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because, like in, in stores like yours, I imagine there's times where it's going to be hard to sort of social distance. Is that is that an issue for you? No, I mean I've I've gotten the, the window like no more than four people in at any one okay. time. But because I've got three floors, then and then I I have got the one way system. They can split up. The yeah. only problem is when they're on the second floor. It's oh, can you go that way to let them down the stairs? Um, and, and they, they're just great. They really and and they do adhere to it. You know, my customers are absolutely fabulous on things like that. They're they're just great. Yeah, they really are. And you see, Christmas worried me because years before I've had like between twenty and twenty five people just on the shop floor looking at all the Christmas decorations, and it's that that worried me this year because it's oh my goodness me, how am I going to let all these people in the shop? But they were prepared to stand and wait because it's a case of we love the, the Christmas decorations that you do and the range that you do. So they were prepared to wait. And that, nice. uh, well, my customers are just lovely. They sound it. They sound it. Um, they are. Well, Gaynor, I've, I've loved chatting to you today. It's been nice to like, really take a time and, and sort of get to know you a bit better because, uh, you know, the VMS is it's always difficult working live with anything, regardless of uh bandwidth, regardless of children in the background or whatever life uh, throws at you. Um, but I feel like uh, I feel lucky because I got to know you a bit more now, you know. So, I, you know, I'd love to well, do something you. with you guys as Venteria, the, the royal we, I mean, as that, but as you, um. When when lockdown's over, maybe we can maybe we can do that. We can rock up with a with a table and some microphones. Oh, definitely. Mm. And do the definitely, yeah, it's great. Absolutely. You, Either way, Kenny, you, you, you have a um, you have an, a really um, special sort of uh, aura about you. You, do, you sort of have this sort of um, enthusiastic attitude to life, and and it's quite infectious, actually. Oh, thank you. Um, you make me cry now. It, it's it's amazing, honestly, because I mean everything you just seem so positive about. Even when you're talking about your mum, you know, and things like that, you're still so sort of energetic and like you're you're just like you know, yeah, this happened, but you know, this is what we did about it, you know. And it's very positive and and sort of and, and energetic and enthusiastic, and you know, I think that's fantastic. Um, oh, thank you. Thank and, you so. and I think that that's something that that Venteri is actually quite lucky to have. Um, because maybe that's what makes it makes your shop stand out because of you um you know so yeah i'll, I'll be i'll be massively up for coming coming into your shop and uh sitting down with some microphones i um i concur dr hinton i concur i concur well thank you the only reason we met is because i was chatting to hannah uh, <laughs> Manola, Manola is coming on our VMS this week. She forgot it was a birthday weekend. That's how great Manola is. Um, so she, we had to reschedule. So I said, Hannah, oh God, uh, do you know anybody? And she was like, Oh, Gain will definitely do it. Gain from Ventura, Venturia. So we got chatting, and you, it's just such a good sport. Uh, and yeah. that is that's Shrewsbury in uh, encapsulated Shrewsbury, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, well, I mean, was it um, Central News came? Gareth Owen came. Um, and spoke to Hannah when we had the floods and she said not talking to you unless you go and see Gaynor 
So, of course, he comes marching up here. And I thought, oh, there's a nice smart gentleman there. And he went, are you gay now? I said, depends who's asking. Went, <laughs> How much do you oh, want? <laughs> you don't want to broadcast. And it was, oh, my goodness me. And then last, no, this year, it was a case of, they had the studio at Fern Gareth and gone, do you know anyone in Shrewsbury that'll do an interview? And he went, go see Gaynor. <laughs> and it's great. But if Hannah gets roped into anything, then, I mean, she messaged me and she went, um, just to let you know that you're doing a live podcast with Al on Sunday. And it was, what? And she said, I hope you don't mind. And it's too late now. <laughs> she's, oh, she's lovely. She is amazing. That's what friends are for, Absolutely. right? <laughs> Come on the biscuit. Oh god. Right. Uh, I'm I'm starting to ache a bit now. This is it's a long day, these these open studio sessions, but uh I, I enjoy doing it. They're, they're a challenge. Uh we go from like ten o'clock in the morning till five o'clock in the afternoon. It's good. The last show I, was, I had, um uh we, I was eating McDonald's. I had the camera off. I was like grabbing chips from a McDonald's. Uh, and I was like, I'm so sorry <laughs> I had to eat while I was on the go. But yeah, uh, I love doing these very much. And we we are looking for um, we're looking for sponsors. Uh, I hate I'm I'm not sitting here asking with my, my cap open, asking for money. We're genuine. Like if you would like to um, advertise on the Shoes with Biscuit guys, um, we have the VMS, we have the open studio sessions, and we have the Shoes with Biscuit. If you would like to have your business mentioned, or we can tailor make adverts for you to put in the show uh please get in touch because uh, we would like to hear off you uh, we are a cic we're not a proper business uh probably we are a business but it's it yeah <laughs> everything we make goes back into the show to make it sustainable uh to it, it get... doesn't buy owls mcdonald's basically no <laughs> maybe on away days field trips please maybe please, Shane. maybe oh just a, what just a chicken nugget Any, nope. anything please no nope. uh, um but yeah so if you want to if you want to get involved with the biscuit please get in touch with us uh, you can get in touch with us via our website shane did you know that we've got a website we do yeah <laughs> do, you know we? The, do you know what the website address is um sh- www.shrewsbybiscuitpodcast at g no that's the that's email address <laughs> i knew what you were doing i knew what you were doing because i could read it too uh, this is gonna be hilarious. It's the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast.co.uk. And that's made for us by, by our Orchard. friends at Web Orchard. Yes, Shane. Well done. I remember that bit. Honestly, Gainer, right? Even when I even I host podcast myself, I have to then get out to step in and do the shout outs because I always muck them up. Every single time, I don't know why. I just can't get it in my head. I, I These can't, whiteboards I can't are amazing. You can get them from like the pound shop. Write it down. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> but Al just does it so smoothly. He just like drops it in like so smoothly. He just rattles them off, and I just, I just can't do it. I'm a bit more clunky. So it doesn't, doesn't work. Wow. It doesn't work. Well, you need more practice, Shane. I know, I know. I just, I just stand, I just stand and look pretty in the background. That's why, that's my job. Yeah, yeah. Say no more. Where can people get in touch with you, Aventuria? She's wrote hers down, see? She's organised. (laughs) Probably the wrong way round. So the website is www.venturialimited.co.uk. Limited is LTD. Nice. Um, We've got 
Facebook. We've got Instagram. Instagram is Vinteria underscore Shrewsbury. Um, and the email address, if you want to contact me, is info at VinteriaLimited.co.uk. Nice. See, Shane, that's how you do it. Shane. Okay, right. Put it on a piece of paper. You know, the Egyptians were carving things into walls to remember stuff by. They're like, I need chicken. I need to buy some onions. um, The money that we're not going to use for your chicken nuggets, I'll use to buy a notebook. There we go. There you go. I spent £10 on a notebook this week, by the way. Stationery has gone so expensive. I went to Home Bargains. I was like, I need a, a new notebook. And they had like pocket pads and things like that. But I like a good notebook, right? So I was like, where are all the nice books? Like, you go to Sainsbury's, you go to Tesco, you go to Asda. All the stationery is pink and flowery. Go and have a look. Seriously, it's not. You get the one black and red one, which is like a tenner. And I'm not spending tenner on a book, uh, a notebook. When I came home, I thought Amazon will have them cheap. I don't like shopping on Amazon, but I needed one quick, right? Couldn't get one. Uh, looked. I spent ten pound on a notebook. So yeah. well, you, you have to just fill out an expenses form and uh, yeah, and claim it, it back. Yeah, right, guys, it's been fantastic. Uh, gain it. We welcome on any time. Anytime you yeah. want to come on. Thank you. Yeah. When you open, uh, we'll, we'll have to tell you what we'll do. We'll book a date. Six months, eight months, whatever it is, into, into you opening properly. And we'll catch up with you and we'll find out how the business is going and what it's like. Oh, yeah. Thank you ever so much. Yeah, that would be absolutely brilliant. And if you do have anything coming up, if you've got any drives or any competitions or anything, just drop us a line and we'll we'll help out as best we can. Fabulous. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me back again today. At least... At least soon went well. So that's it. Tidy. Told your story. We told your story. That's what we wanted to do. Guys, this has been the Shoes and Biscuit Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. And we'll catch you next time. Peace out, guys. Ever so much. Thank you.